welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have the beautiful Cassandra Hill, who is a holistic coach and she has a beautiful story of how she's gone through corporate and working really hard to shifting over and creating her own business. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Alexis. You're very welcome. So what is your magical story? What was the things that motivated you and inspired you to shift shift gears to becoming a holistic coach? You know, for me, I went full throttle in my career and excelled in that, gaining national recognition, awards, and and all of those things. What most women want to do in in corporate world, we want to break those glass ceilings and did well. But the one downside to that was I neglected my health, physical, emotional, spiritual health. I neglected it for so many years. After I did that for such a long period of time, my body was like, okay, Cassandra, we're not putting up with this. And (laughs) it attacked me. (laughs) It was like, you're going to sit down. And so what caused the sit down, I was diagnosed with systemic lupus. And uh, going through that, going through taking chemo drugs and steroids and transfusions and all this sort of stuff, I didn't have a choice. I couldn't work. And uh, while I was at home resting and just wanting things to get better, in that quiet time, I had time to reflect. And the more I reflected, I realized that this wasn't the life I wanted for myself. And when my thoughts changed, slowly my life began to change. I went back to college, started taking courses in health and wellness. And who would have thought months later, I was in remission with systemic lupus. I go back to the doctor thinking I'm going to have my normal treatment and everything was normal. So powerful. We are such powerful beings that when we start to shift things and the, the most powerful thing that you just said then was shifting your mindset. Yes, it literally, you can think yourself into whatever you think on. And so for me, once I manifested that, I was like blown away. I never really thought that something like that was possible. But once I realized it was, eventually I knew that my calling and my passion was to help other women who were like me. You were in that career or maybe you're in the business and and you're just going so fast paced that you don't take care of yourself. 
And if you don't take care of you, guess what? There's not another replacement of you. There's only one you. And so that's why Holistic Living Consulting was birthed. Oh my God, I love it. 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 And this is something that's kind of at the moment when I've been doing my podcasts and interviewing people, it's like it goes through a theme. So at the end of last year, beginning of this year, it was all about going through the dark night of the soul. Everyone that I was interviewing, their journey and story of getting into their business was going through depression and anxiety and going deep within. And now we're moving through and a lot of the people that I've been interviewing is around listening to your body, listening to what's going on. And if you get the checkups, every year I get my bloods done. Every year I go and get a full checkup because I know that we are such powerful beings and to know what's going on inside of you, to take that time for yourself. And like you said, your body actually told you to stop. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if we listen to it, our bodies tell us what we need. Oftentimes, especially as women, we just don't listen. We think, oh, I need to get this report done. After I finish doing this work, let me get home. Let me take care of the kids. Let me take care of a spouse. Let me, you know, we have all these people to take care of and we're not on the list. A hundred percent. And like I was just um, saying to you before we jumped on, I now go to the gym every morning. Like that's, that's my me time. Cause I wasn't getting to the gym. I wasn't exercising. And it makes such a huge difference when you start filling your cup up, love cup up, but also feeling in to your body and all of the things. So through your journey of the mindset and the shifting and changing and the going back to college, what were the things, so what were the, what was the mindset shifts that you had for yourself? Uh, My number one mindset shift was, although I've always believed in God, uh, I definitely, my faith increased and that allowed me to believe that all things were possible, that I can do all things. Because um, I think sometimes that self-limiting belief, we get told so many things that we can't do that after a while, we, we do start to believe it, whether it's on a subconscious level or even if we just accept it and act that way in life. Um, I believe for me that it was so many times that I was told what I couldn't do that I started to believe some things that weren't true. I can totally relate in regards to that. And when it comes to limiting beliefs, there's, and whether it's a limiting belief or whether it's a positive belief, it doesn't really matter. When you throw a seed out there, the seed starts to grow at some point unless you pick it up and you decide to nourish a different seed and release and let go and pull that one, pull that weed out, out of the ground yeah. and focus on that. So when you said that you went into remission from lupus, what what were the health changes that you had for yourself? Like what were the what were the steps that you took yourself through? I know that you went and educated yourself, but what were the physical things that you did as well? 
Yes. Um, one of the first things was detoxing my body. That was so important for most of us who are living a fast paced life. We eat so much drunk junk. We drink junk. I mean, our bodies are just full of junk because anything that we put on our skin gets into the pores and, and we really don't pay attention to those things. And so for me, that was one of the first steps, detoxing my body all natural, um, doing the fruits and veggies. And, and I promise you, it was hard. Just don't think, oh, she's a wellness coach and it was easy because no, <laughs> I'm used to eating meat. I'm used to eating uh, fried stuff. I... I don't drink soda anymore, but guess what? I used to drink soda every single day. Um, so just getting rid of those toxins in my body. And once those toxins was out, that laid a foundation for wellness to live. Because you can't add good to a bunch of junk. That would be like going to the White House and you've been to a, a junkyard and you've bought $1,000 worth of stuff from a junkyard and you're going to put it in the White House. Like, uh, Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's so powerful. And the reason, one of the reasons I started this podcast is to share these kinds of stories because I think that it's so important that us as women, we do exactly what you said. We go, 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 go. We want to match the masculine. We want to match the males in the in the corporate world or even in the business world. And women energetically, we're more about the being and the feeling. Yes, we need to take the action steps because you can't just sit there and go, that's gonna come to me you actually have to do the action steps and do the nice beautiful dance between the masculine and the feminine yeah but we can get so caught up in the masculine side I did a hypnosis last night and I didn't realize that I dropped massively into my masculine in the last couple of weeks like full-on do 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 and I was looking after myself and yesterday I was beyond exhausted like I was falling asleep, having conversations with people and I had to move sessions so I could lay down for half an hour and close my eyes. And I really should have cancelled the last session, which I realised this morning, um, which is here nor there now, but I've recognised what was going on. But yesterday it was like I just was in my head going, 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 going and doing, 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 like being busy, being busy, doing what? Yeah. I don't know, just busy. <laughs> And yeah. feeling exhausted and probably not drinking enough water either yesterday um, as a reflection this morning as I look back. And like you said, you don't drink any soda. I don't drink soda throughout the week. I might if I go out as a treat for myself, but <laughs> not um, <laughs> as a general thing. It's either I have my coffee in the morning or I drink water for the rest of the day. So with running your business and switching over from corporate into the business world, what were the things that you learnt along the way and what challenges have you faced? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, coming from uh, working in corporate world, there was some positives 
transferable skills that I was able to utilize in my business. I knew how to manage. I knew how to make sure I stayed on schedule because I, I've done that for myself and then even for other people, just helping them stay on track. So that really helps me and being disciplined enough to work for myself. Um, I think one of the challenges was learning how to market, how to promote, because, you know, when you work for a corporation, that's there. it's not yours you know you just come you do your job but you know you don't have a sense of ownership so for me it was learning um, best practices on how to because you could have the greatest you could provide the greatest service but if people don't know about you it's like uh (laughs) you're the best kept secret (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's not gonna help much So just learning how to promote, how to put myself out there. I think for some ladies, sometimes we have a problem with um, expressing our assets, you know, because we're just taught to be so humble to the detriment of ourselves, you know, because if people don't realize the greatness that you bring, they'll choose someone else, you know. So that was a challenge. And then even with, you know, with me having the health challenges that I did when I started my business, I didn't have much capital, you know. And so lack of capital really affected not having the the funds that I would have liked to have to build just a strong foundation for the business was a challenge, but we learned to overcome. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I believe that actually I'm going to ask you, what are the highs that you've had in your business? Cause I've got them in front of me, but I'll let you tell me what they are. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would say the first time that I was on television, like CBS, Fox, um, NBC, that was a super highlight for me um, and having the opportunity to share my story. That that was a game changer. And then, honestly, my other highlight is something that you wouldn't know about because it wasn't in media. You didn't see it in a blog or anywhere. But um, the first time that I had a woman call me, reach out to me, who was battling systemic lupus and saw my episode on, on that show that I was on, saw that episode and told me it saved her life because she was ready to take it. She was in so much pain. Um, one of the negative things with systemic lupus, it does cause joint pain and it can cause pain throughout your body. And so if you're struggling with that long term and don't feel like that things will get better, it's easy to just not be ready, not be willing to keep living. And um, she saw that episode 
and was just blown away that someone with lupus looked, yeah, she was just like, wow, you know, you look good. And, you know, um, she was just blown away and, and that just encouraged her so. And, uh, and that was the first time that I felt like my business is way bigger than me. Yeah. You know, it's not about Cassandra Hill and, and what I can do is, it's the impact that God is allowing me to make in people's life. And that's huge. That's huge when somebody reaches out to you and they say, you saved my life. Like, yeah. I couldn't, I don't know. It's just, it's massive. It's massive and that's why I believe that shining a light and getting you out to more people to see and understand the power and the importance of health and the importance of looking after yourself and the importance of really slowing down and listening into your body, listening to what your body has to say to you and allowing yourself that quiet time. I know for a very long time I always had to have the TV on or music on. And now when I drive my daughter to school, sometimes the two of us just sit there in silence because we're comfortable in the silence and we're okay with it. And then we start having conversations or she'll look at me and say, are you having a conversation with yourself, Mum? I'll say, yes, I am, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) You have a perceptive young lady there. That's good. That's great, you know, because what needs to happen, like our generation, we need to train the next generation that it's okay to sit with yourself, be comfortable with yourself. A lot of women, we don't... I feel we don't fully love ourselves and that's why it's so hard for us to sit and be still because then we have to address these things that we've been pushing on their work for so long. Yeah, and I think that that's really powerful what you said, but I also know that when I was younger growing up, if we were sleeping in the middle of the day, dad, if dad was at home, he would say, what are you sleeping for? You're so lazy, this, you that. When I was working three jobs, but I was getting up really early and doing personal training in the morning and I'd have a nap in the middle of the day and then I'd work hospitality at night time. So I was doing broken work, but he only saw me sleeping in the day. So that plays a role and not now he understands it, <laughs> but, he was busy, but he was busy being busy as well. So for him to see us having a nap, he thought we were just being lazy, but he didn't see all the other things that we were doing because he was he worked pretty much seven days a week. So if he did have that odd day off and saw us doing that, not that it was bad, it was just him not fully being present. And now he totally gets it. He's like, oh, you're going to have a little nap, darling? And I'm like, yup, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm actually working less now <laughs> than I ever did before. Um So it's the little things that we catch from our parents, from our grandparents, from friends and things that, like you said, it's that seed that gets planted. And if we pick it up at the right time, we can release and remove it and replace it with a different different thought pattern, a different belief. And it's just so powerful, so, so powerful. Yeah. So what goodness do you have to share with the world? Um, Where can people go and find you? How do they get in contact with you? Where do you hang out the most? Uh, You know, right now my 
hot spot is Instagram. Um, you'll find me on there. You'll find my IGTVs and, and all that fun stuff. That's the place I hang out. Um, you'll see on my Instagram, it'll link you um, to my website. And there on my website, there's just a ton of information. Um, my blog posts, Every week you get health and wellness tips that's going to help not only just your physical health, but also your emotional health. You'll find that on my website. And then uh, just everything I'm involved in, whether if Instagram is in your spot, you'll see my links for my other social media platforms there on my website at CassandraRHill.com. Awesome. And how do you celebrate your wins? What what are the things that you do to continue celebrating and acknowledging your greatness? You know, oh, wow. It's so funny you should ask that because I was on the phone with my best friend just yesterday and she had asked me about that because I, I have a my newest book um, pre-orders are going out now and it'll launch next month. And she asked me like, what are you doing to celebrate all these things going on? And um, I was like, you know, I plan on just having some quiet time, probably going to do some aromatherapy. therapy. That's one thing I love. My um, therapy with my essential oils, um, Lavender is one of my favorites. Ladies, if you're looking to relax, lavender essential oil can is classified as a sedative. So it can just help you relax. Um, if you're just want to sleep, it's a natural way to go to sleep and not just wake up groggy. Um, so that's one thing I love. Um, I love listening to just some music, real relaxing music. And I'm a big reader. So the reading is relaxing for me, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I love to read too. I was never a reader. I was never a reader in high school until I found running my business. But I also now read the things that I love to read and you can't pull me away. It's just like I walk around. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, I think I've always enjoyed it. Um, I was one of those kids at Christmas. Um, my parents would get some books for me and I would love it. I would look forward to, I would be thinking, oh, wow, I wonder if I'm going to get the Babysitter Club books or the Sweet Valley High or, you know. Babysitter's, so, Babysitter's Club. Have you seen the new, have you seen the new one on Netflix? I have not. They've got a new series on Netflix, Babysitter's Club. Funny. I was watching it last night with my daughter. <laughs> so good. I was like, she's like, Mom, I'm going out. You can't watch it without me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that's I didn't a bit fun. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. So that developed my love for reading. And um, and I thank God for my parents for instilling that in me because I read every day. And, you know, initially I thought, why read all these books? But now I love to read. And, and that's one of the reasons I enjoy writing so much, you know, because it's such a cathartic healing experience, just being able to release um, your thoughts, how you feel and, and just 
whatever's on your heart, being able to pour it out. That's so powerful, so powerful in the journaling and the writing. It is like pulling it all out. I have loved, loved, loved having you on the show and hearing about your story and knowing that you are making such an impact in the world with saving people's lives without even knowing that you're saving people's lives by doing the work that you're doing. So thank you for being you. Oh, thanks so much. I thank you for doing what you do and creating a platform for women to get their voices heard. You know, it's our time. It really is. We'll go over to Insta and go and find Cassandra Hill and find all of her goodness and reach out to her if you want to have a conversation and get involved in looking after yourself more fully and slowing down and listening to your body. And if you haven't had a full body check in a long time, go to the doctors and get checked out so that you know exactly what's going on inside your body so that you can continue being the best versions of yourselves. So thank you, Cassandra, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for the invitation, Alexis. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation. When you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.